You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. And joining us right now on the Roma guest line is our next guest, Jason Logan of Covers here on the Roman guest line to talk all things NFL championship weekend. Um, Jason, before we get going to this weekend, are you covered? What's your reaction after the, the weekend we just saw? It was kind of a day for all of us to recover from it. Uh, give us your quick thoughts after one of the best weekends of football we've ever seen. Yes, I think I, I think I missed a lot of sleep on Sunday night. I, it was like downing a pot of coffee after that finish uh, in the Buffalo game. And while I had a couple over bets, score in that one I had uh, Buffalo plus two and a half but it was probably the most fun losing a bet I've had in a long time so <laughs> uh and an all-time game and uh of course the Rams and Tampa Bay game was was just as nerve-wracking there as well too and the two games the two games on Saturday while great finishes were, were kind of snorefest in in my opinion uh you know if you like your tight football and you had the under in those ones then then that's great but uh, but that uh, that Sunday night game was just unreal I'll never forget that game yeah, uh, Saturday night. It was fun if you hate Aaron Rodgers, but uh, aside from that, it was uh, it was a did have a bit of a boring element. Well, let's look at the uh, NFC Championship game. Let's start there with the 49ers and the Rams. Uh, it, it came down from three and a half down to three. Uh, so we all know how tough it is to get off that three. It's going to have to be some significant or respected money there. Uh, do you expect it to close at three? Anything on the total? Just initial thoughts on this matchup as well. Yeah, this this one I do um, Sunday nights when the odds come out. I do a bet now, bet later. And this was my bet later line was L.A. Knowing that after that collapse against Tampa Bay, public, public perception was going to be down on the Rams. And, of course, everyone was going to start spouting off about how San Francisco beat them in Week 18. Beat them in six straight. We knew a lot of early money was going to take San Francisco as well, too. And, and there was a bit of a public element and a, and a live dog element with San Francisco there. Um, for me, I, I don't have a bet down on this one. I'm kind of waiting it out. I, I knew that it would go down. We're seeing like three minus 120. This might be one where I, I take the three knowing this might be as good as it gets. And then if it does dip down again, then I just bet it again later. Um, but for me, I mean, people kind of are a little bit skewed on the Rams because of what happened in that final, also the final 15 minutes of that Tampa Bay game. Because the Rams' first like 105 minutes of postseason football they were probably the most dominant team in the entire playoffs. If you look at them, they ran through Arizona. They were running through Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. And I was looking at the monitoring the, the look-ahead lines of the online sports books, and that spread for this game was up as high as minus four and a half midway through when they were up like 24 points. And as that lead started to disintegrate, it, it, it ticked down to you know four and three and a half, and then eventually went off the board. And there's not that big of a difference between the three and a half and the four and a half, but jumping from a, a, a perceived look ahead line of four and a half to three, that's a pretty big move. And if it was to go down to two and a half, it would be an even bigger move, obviously that. But uh, yeah, for me, it's just kind of getting a measure of, of public perception on them. And like I said, I, I, the, the minus three, minus 120 might be as good as it gets with LA, which is out there right now. Um, but like I said, you can always bet it again. So if you, if you get that and then you see it again at a better price, and if it does even go down further, closer to the weekend, then just bet it again. Jason, any other angles that you're eyeing in this matchup, um, whether total props, anything else you might be looking at? Uh, no specific bet yet. I, um, you know, keeping a close eye on Trent Williams' injury and how vital he is to that running game and, 
it was a lot of fun to watch him out there and fullback and putting him in motion and him just snow plowing guys and, and being <laughs> in Canada in January, I know a little thing about pushing snow around. So I, I, I channel my inner Trent Williams when I get out there and clear the driveway. But uh, we, you know, we saw the Rams defensive line get to Brady, slow down that offense with uh, with some bodies banged up and people missing on that Bucks offensive line. So. Uh, definitely the, the Trent Williams injury is going to be a big one if he's not there to kind of plow the road for that uh, that fun and, and exciting and very difficult to stop running game. Jason, you wrote about the Niners and their current Super Bowl, uh, their value here, plus 475. As a show here, we're holding on to some tickets here. Uh, you know, 60 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 25 to 1 to win the NFC. How would you play these? Hedge out? Um, you know, kind of move off these tickets, just let it ride. How would you play the Niners, who obviously are, you know, one step away from another Super Bowl, but are underdogs this week? Yeah, and, and the reason I said, you know, that they, they kind of held a little value is because, you know, they are like plus 425 in the futures right now, and it's against a team that they have had their number, and usually you don't get that. It's going to be baked into the number, but not a bad return. As far as your futures, futures tickets, I think it really matters on how big and how much money you have riding on them. Like, if, it, if it's a life-changing amount of money, then maybe you start to find ways to hedge um, if they get into the big game. But the thing is, too, is if, if, if San Francisco gets in and likely it's Kansas City, you're likely going to be laying like a minus 180 to minus 200 with the Chiefs if they get in and, and – you know, it's going to be tough to get any any kind of return on that. Maybe get your money back. So if it's nothing too crazy, I would let it ride. But if you have to hedge something, uh, I would look at Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP right now at plus 170. There's a little risk there because, you know, if they don't get in. Uh, but if the chances are if it, it is San Francisco and Kansas City, the Chiefs are going to win. Mahomes likely wins MVP. And so if you've got to hedge something, there's that there. And if San Francisco doesn't make it into the game, um, then you, you still have a solid price on Mahomes at MVP. He'll likely be, you know, if they beat the Bengals and get in, he'll likely be like a minus 120 MVP odds-on favorite um, come Super Bowl Sunday for that one. So, uh, myself, I'm on the other side of this one. I have Kansas City at a 10-1 to ticket, um, but it's only, you know, it's for a few hundred bucks. It's nothing crazy. So I'm going to probably just let that one ride. It knock out a couple of heat or power bills here in the winter. <laughs> uh, let, let's look over on the AFC side now if you're going to make a case for a letdown in the AFC championship game I, I don't really buy into that with the Super Bowl on the line but it would be after a game like Chiefs-Bills number uh, sitting at a touchdown where do you expect movement uh, the big story here is uh, the movement that we've seen thus far in the total yeah and uh, going back to my bet now bet later article this was my bet now total uh, when it was 53 and a half, knowing that we were just coming off that exciting finish against Buffalo, people will still have the blood pumping. Uh, but also, too, what we saw from these teams in Week 17, they're not that far removed from playing each other. They put up 65 points. They almost totaled 900 yards of offense between the two of them. And while Kansas City's defensive front has improved over the past second half of the season, uh, they're not that much improved. At the end of that game, Buffalo was able to, to get those big plays. There was big gaps in the secondary, and the secondary for the Chiefs has thinned out. But also, too, I mean, if you look at the second half of the season, the Chiefs played a lot of pop-gun offenses, not the, not very good passing games, not very good uh, scoring attacks. But when they did run into teams that had good quarterback play, like Cincinnati, like the Los Angeles Chargers, they gave up a lot of points. Um, this one, like I said, it's gone up to 54-and-a-half, some places ticking down to 54 Um as far as the spread goes, I'm still kind of waiting for it to shake out. I think in the back of my head, I, I kind of want to look at Cincinnati plus seven and a half. 
But with the Bengals, they've, they've been outgained in those two postseason games, um, and they kind of got let off the hook in those games as well, too. There should have been a lot more points scored against Cincinnati in those games. We, we saw the Raiders just whiff in the red zone in the second half, even though they, they were able to get up and down the field. And then Ryan Tannehill took a lot of points off the board with his mistakes um, this past weekend. So uh, looking, looking kind of seven and a half up there. If they can cut Joe Burrow's halves and uh, sacks in half, then maybe they have a chance. But he, he definitely can't take nine sacks again. Any other early week market moves that have impacted how you're playing or have caught your eye? Um, no, no prop markets yet, no derivative markets yet for me. I've had my eye on the Super Bowl uh, MVP odds, which I think are kind of, one, they're a nice alternative to betting futures right now because you know the, the futures market is four teams. Pretty much most of the value is going to be sucked out of there. You're not going to get good bang for your buck. But you can add a little extra pop to those by taking a little extra risk by like playing the quarterbacks for the Super Bowl team, uh, for Super Bowl MVP. So instead of you know plus 120 with Kansas City, you can get plus 170 with Mahomes to win Super Bowl MVP. As those quarterbacks have won, I think, 31 times. Rarely do you see some... Uh, some skill position players and, and defensive players win. But if you aren't going to bet the QBs, I think there's some, some players to keep an eye on here. I would say avoid some of those players that are tethered to QBs, so the you know, receivers and tight ends and stuff like that. But defensive players are always very, very popular Super Bowl MVP picks as they roll around. We've got some great defensive players that could be lining up here um, in Los Angeles in, in, in what, three weeks here. So guys like Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, and Vaughn Miller – uh, Jalen Ramsey, anywhere from plus 3,000 to plus 7,000. Running backs uh, like CEH is out there at plus 7,000. And then a guy like Debo Samuel, who is not necessarily tethered to Jimmy Garoppolo because of the way they just can get him the football and what he can do after the catch. He's out there at plus 2,000 odds right now, too. So I, th- I think there's some good value to shop in the Super Bowl MVP odds um, if you are kind of looking for any uh, you know big game futures right now. Jason Logan is joining us here, senior industry analyst from Covers.com, talking NFL futures we head to championship weekend. Jason, the rushing prop market we find really interesting here because, you know, Elijah Mitchell leads in rushing yards. His team is an underdog to to get through this weekend. Patrick Mahomes at 6-1. to one. He is, I believe, sixth in the uh, in the rankings right now, playoff rushing yards. McKinnon 11-1. Does anything stand out to you there? Because it's an interesting mix of guys that aren't having dynamic rushing numbers so far, but they could keep getting volume. And then a guy like Mahomes, who only has 10 carries, but basically has 100 yards already rushing. Yeah, I think I think with that Mahomes, with the with the value on the Mahomes prop, you kind of have to see, um, you know, how how Cincinnati's going to attack him. Does he is he going to get pressured? Is he going to feel like he has to run? Uh, and pick up those first downs, and then should he play, um, you know, San Francisco or LA in the Super Bowl? Those are two teams that that can get pressure on him, and he may go there. So uh, I think you kind of have to figure out your narrative of how these teams are going to play and or win or advance over the next uh, two games, and then kind of base it like that. I, I haven't really dug into the uh, the full playoff markets yet, but I think you know there's interesting value with Mahomes, um, and should he get to the Super Bowl and have to play one of those good NFC defenses, there's, there's definitely value there. Uh, we were throwing out one earlier, just taking a long shot on rushing leader. We know a big story this past weekend was Mahomes being the rushing leader for the divisional round. That was a bomb at 80-1. to 1. And CEH, he didn't get a ton of uses 
usage, but he did get 60 yards on seven carries. Do you think he could be the Chiefs guy uh, over the next two games, assuming they make the Super Bowl? Because we were uh, just throwing it out there. Is there value on CEH to be the playoff rushing leader at 34 to 1? Yeah, and he looked, um, he kind of looked like the lot, more, most lively back of the guys that did run the ball there on the weekend. I'm, I'm an LSU fan, so I'm a big CEH guy, and I was happy to see him get back on the field. Um, definitely, he's, he's a guy that can, can break off a big game for them, and especially if, uh, if you're buying into Kansas City getting up big on Cincinnati, then what are they going to do in the second half? And they're going to run that ball and try to chew the clock and he's going to see a lot of extra work there especially if he's feeling good i think they're going to want want to get him that work because he was out of the lineup there for a while and they definitely want to shake off the rust and and have him uh feeling good going into the super bowl so i I think that's something if you'd like kansas city to cover that spread and cover it well against cincinnati then then ceh definitely would be a guy that can pick up those garbage time yards on the ground as they chew out the clock and and like i said um he looked, he looked very, very explosive uh, off of handoffs on the weekend. I'm looking at your Twitter um, covers, J-Lo, and your crew did very well on the weekend. Congratulations. Are there any other bets or futures that you're looking at that we haven't touched on that you want to get to? Uh, not necessarily. No, I think we've covered most of them. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a giant futures fan. Um, outside of that Kansas City ticket, maybe throwing a couple extra bucks down on some Super Bowl MVP odds uh, right now. Um, and, and I'll see what comes out of the props. I, uh, I'll be honest, I'm not a giant prop guy either. I kind of wait until I'll dissect the games and I'll set that narrative for how I think these games are going to play out. And then I'll kind of, from there, I'll work backwards and say, okay, well, who's going to get these teams to that spot um, and start picking off props? Uh, as I see them there. But we've got a lot of great guys that, that just do props that cover SOCOM, and I'll likely tail a few of those guys. So I definitely would keep it keep it locked to, to my Twitter and, and to the covers Twitter as well, too, because it'll all be there. We will. Jason, we appreciate hopping on. Jason Logan of Covers.com was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman dot com slash BeckQL. Interesting that he also threw out the idea of those defensive players. We when we went through it and we tried to figure out where the value was, we I think we all kind of came back to that. Miller and Bosa were the two names at like seventy five to one that really stood out. Like there might be something there. So yeah, the idea is you're trying to get. You know what I like about the Miller and Bosa one? If we think more about it, is if you take a shot on each of those, one of them's going to be in the game. So yes. Right. So mm-hmm. that that that's an interesting angle because you could go a couple of long shots, AFC, NFC, different, you know, two different teams. Then you end up with zero of them playing in the game. You want to at least have some value on your ticket. I might take Miller, Bosa and Mahomes today. They're going to face each other and you figure the winner of the matchup wins the game. Right. If Mahomes has, good, has a great game, and they don't get him. He's going to win the MVP. They sack him three times. He probably loses. They win. What? What's Bosa if San Francisco wins on Sunday? 25? I was going to say 28, 25. Under yeah. 30. Yeah. You got to get him now. And especially if he sacks Stafford three times on Sunday and like, whoa, he's wrecking the playoffs. It's Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily. Presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Lightning bets up next right here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.